Agent Ryan. Agent The Vern. The Rabbit Hole Podcast team has asked us to return back to the town of Twin Peaks to go over all the case files. Are you ready? Have we been asked to cover the case files of the groundbreaking series created by David Lynch and Mark Frost? The same one. We will be discussing in detail every episode from all three seasons of the show. Including the plot of every character, not just the mystery of who killed Laura Palmer. Exactly. We'll also dive into why the show became such a phenomenon in the 90s and how it still influences shows today. Will we discuss the feature film Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me? You know, that may be our longest season yet. So check Tales from the Double R on Anchor, Spotify, Good Pods, or listen to us at rabbitholepodcast.com. Now, let's order some coffee and a piece of that amazing pie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Between the Scares, a podcast taking a look at every film a Blumhouse Productions has made. I am Jason Soto from RabbitHolePodcast.com, joined by my wonderful co-host, Lisa Leahy, also of RabbitHolePodcast.com. Indeed! We are back. We are here. Uh, we have another film for you. Uh <laughs> We have something that took up 120, no, not 120. It wasn't even 120. Barely 120 minutes minutes of our time. Barely, just barely. This movie Uh, made choices. This is going to be interesting. So uh, before we get to that, uh, I want to get paid because I'm looking to expand uh, my payroll. So I got to get money. So let's do this. Everything that we do here at Rabbit Hole Podcast is sponsored by Audible, in case you didn't know that. You can go to audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepods, and you can try it absolutely free for 30 days. You can download any audiobook, original show, or podcast that you want. And after the 30-day trial expires, you only pay $14.99 a month, and you get more content from Audible. So if you decide to cancel any time, even after the trial, you get to keep anything that you've downloaded. So why not give it a chance? Come on. What do you got to lose? Come on. Come on. AudibleTrial.com slash RabbitHolePods. When you use that link, you help us out here at the network. So thanks. Another way you can support us is by becoming a Patreon member. Patreon.com slash RabbitHolePods. $3 a month gets you into our exclusive club where you can access episodes early, check out bonus content, and all kinds of great goodies like access to our Discord or joining us whenever we go live on Twitch, which may be happening sooner than you think. Patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods. And a huge shout out to all of our Patreon members. All of you guys are fucking awesome. Thank you guys very, very much. I am very appreciative of all of you guys. You are what make everything we do here happen. So this is your fault. But thank you. <laughs> this is your fault. Well said. 
Okay, today, uh, oddly enough, according to Wikipedia, so again, take it with a grain of salt, this movie came out on the exact same day as the last movie we covered, Mockingbird. So, uh, But this movie was a direct-to-video release. I think Mockingbird was actually in theaters, if I remember reading correctly. It might have been like in theaters for like a day. It might be one of those that's, things like... I think that's probably the case. <laughs> like a this weekend. Is that weird, this is that weird <clears throat> bridge when um you know we weren't quite sure because you know blockbuster was no longer with us and there weren't yeah. video stores to go to so we weren't sure if it went straight to video because nobody had videos like who knows no i know who yeah knows? yeah this is like right when video stores was going downhill well anyway let us take a look at 2014's mercy the grandma she's in pretty bad shape the nursing home won't take care of her. She's gonna need us close, okay? What's this? That's a conjuring book. It's used for black magic. Folks say that it opens a doorway something dark and evil. Grandma? Death's coming. You can't save me. Your grandmother. She sees things. Isn't it possible that you imagined or dreamed all this? The one we just watched. It's not the movie I watched. First of all, that priest said none of that. <laughs> none. Not a single fucking word. Not one. It's not called a conjuring book. What is that trailer? See, this is why I like watching trailers after <clears throat> I see the movie. Because what on earth was that shit? I literally minutes <laughs> mere minutes before this recording, I just finished watching the movie and I finished it a couple hours ago, so it's not like I'm and, you know way ahead of you. No, yeah, I know, I know. And um uh, <laughs> Um What the fuck? So anyway, that that's that's <laughs> that, that's the trailer. So okay. Um Uh Yeah, so we are in twenty fourteen. Uh we are talking about Mercy. Apparently Based on a short story by Stephen King. Yes, and I had no clue. I had no idea myself. Um, this should have been a pleasant surprise. Yeah, and uh, and this isn't going to mean anything, but it was also produced by Mick G, which I don't know where the hell that came from. Like, uh, yeah. what, what his involvement an... had to do with anything? So I was waiting for is him to say an... he directed it, but he didn't. Is this an early Mick G movie? Or, you know, no, again. he did. No, he did the, the Charlie Angels movies in the 2000s. Oh, shit, you're right. I wonder if it's just, again, like, this is another one of those Bloomhouse movies where this one is a friend, this one is a friend, this one is a friend. Hey, let's get this movie made. And it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his involvement had to do with anything, really. Just, I don't know. He he was reading the book. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway. That's weird. Um, so the movie's called Mercy, based on a Who short story shit? by Grandma, called Grandma by Grandma, Stephen King. Yeah. 
And uh, this stars. Oh, oh, this idiot wrote the new Pet Cemetery. Oh, I totally understand now. <laughs> uh, this Actually, stars. Go ahead. This stars Chandler, Chandler Riggs, who you may know as Carl, Carl from Walking Carl. Dead. Carl. <laughs> I've been so excited to do that. And I'm going to say he is more better suited acting on TV than trying to carry a whole movie. Well, he was a kid. This is still when he was little. Yeah, but, you know, you're going you're gonna to make a kid like your main focus of a movie. He should at least know how to act a little bit. Hey. I did not like his I did not like his acting in the movie. I'm sorry. Poor Chenandler. Well, I mean, he's the best one of the rest of them. Well, you got Dylan McDermott. He wasn't bad. Eh. And that's the only like real celebrity other celebrity in this thing. Oh, and and Mark Duplass was in this too. Um, I love him. Him I love, but he was over the top and he always does over the top well. He bothered Um, me. I fucking love him. He was meant to bother you. He was meant to be obnoxious. (laughs) I mean, if you watch Mark Duplass stuff. Like, this is what he does. Like, even when he's not playing creep, you know, like, creep, he's creepy, obviously. Well, I... But, like, his TV shows he's done, some random movies he's done. He's always this weird, offbeat character, and I just like him. Well, he he did uh, Room 104, which was an HBL show. Loved that show. That was an interesting kind of a strange uh, show. Anthology um, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh, hey... Mark Duplass is going to come up later in our little uh, Bloomhouse. Yeah, creep. So, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, But anyway, yeah. So, okay, God. So this guy who wrote Mercy. Okay. Also did, this off pet, your chest. also did the Pet Cemetery remake, which is shit. Also did the 1408 screenplay. Also did Halloween H2O, <laughs> or at least has his name on it. And did revisions by like revised whatever the script was for children of the corn three i've not so seen they three. called this guy in to fix whatever that was and they're all bad um but he did do an episode of masters of horror that i don't remember but oh pet cemetery guy like no not i a still good... yeah i have not seen the remake of pet cemetery oh so. it's bad it is not good I mean, it can't it be. Not no. Yes, it can. I mean, it's you know the source material is still good. So, um. How, have you never read a book that was adapted into a movie? Trust me, they can do lots of terrible things to brilliant source material. So does this mean you're not a fan of the original Pet Cemetery movie then? Oh no, I love that one. That one's good. It's not great, but it's good. It's fun. Anyway, now that you're you disagree? you're you're vented. No, I was just I I have to see the movie before I can have an opinion, so I can't say I Wait, you haven't seen the 1989 version either? No, I've seen 1989. I just oh, I okay. I love the 1989 version. Yeah. I haven't seen the remake, so I can't judge on the remake. But Real fast. I wanted more from John Lithgow. I thought he would do Judd Crandall justice and he doesn't. It's really sad. But anyway, <laughs> It is. It's sad because I thought he was going to do so well and he didn't. And it really did. It authentically made me sad because I love Judd Crandall. I love Pet Cemetery. It's one of my absolute favorites of Kings. So. Okay. 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 All right. Um, but I'm curious about the remake now because, I mean, it's, the source material is still <laughs> there. So, <laughs> but all right. I will, I will check it out. So, okay. Oh, have fun with that. 
this You're movie. You're gonna come back and tell me you like it, and I'm gonna have to disown you. This movie. Um. Okay, so this is about. Okay, this is just a one of many movies that seems to be about how evil old people are. <laughs> there's like a rash of movies. <laughs> no, there's like a rash of movies about how. Okay, have you ever seen the taking of Deborah Logan? Yes, she's possessed though. That was a movie about Alzheimer's. You schmuck. <laughs> have you seen um that the one visit. movie yes. with the kids and they go visit the grandparents? Yeah, the that visit. One. Yes. Okay. Um, there has to be others, but it <laughs> you can't even come up. That's with a, there's the trilogy of evil people. Oh, evil, that's funny. Evil, evil old, old people. people. Evil old people. There you go. There's your trilogy Hashtag right there. Evil old people. I'm sure there's more though. There has to be more. I can't just be um, making that up. But um, so Mercy is the name of a lady who's a grandmother uh to uh George, who's played by Chandler Riggs. And uh, his brother, Buddy, who I did not like. And um, Are you kidding? He's the only smart one in this movie. Yeah. He bugged me, too. Um, but, uh, and so the grandmother, we start off with, it, it's like, you know, she's grandmotherly. She's, you know, very, like, you know, uh, you know George friendly. George says that his grandmother was his best, best friend, friend his whole life. And you know they they bond together and all this stuff and there was a scene that i'm sure you didn't like involving a certain um i was not a fan but strangely i (laughs) I had no problem watching it i think it's because it was still Uh, well for most part (laughs) for the most part it was still yeah i was Um, remarkably okay with that i was like "Mm." but um Yes. Hey, I just got the reminder to record this very podcast. Hey, by the way, <laughs> you've got a podcast with me today. I remember. And you forgot. No, you didn't. Are we not doing it? Anyway. Yeah, because I reminded you yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was today of all things, actually. But anyway, rem- it was this morning. Oh, was it? I don't even remember. But I made the plan to watch the movie on my lunch. Actually, that's how it's... short this movie was. I was able I to watch it on my hour lunch. And then I watched a little bit more on my 15-minute break, and then I finished it when I got home. So it all worked out. Um, For people in the world who have actual lunch breaks as opposed to teachers who barely have time to pee. But anyway. Yeah, I didn't design that. Don't take it out on me. I know. I'm not taking it out on you. So anyway, so uh, George is best pals with his grandmother named Mercy. She lives in a very small town, has an old house. Uh, we do learn that George's grandfather uh, – we see through a flashback that he sort of took an axe to the head, but he did it on his own, which I've never seen before. I gotta get this movie props for doing something yeah. I've never seen. I've never seen anyone take an axe to their own head. That was an interesting way to kill yourself, I have to say. Yeah. Um, but of course, really good tension too, because she's there with a baby. Yes. And he comes up behind her, and you can and you tell think, there's something yeah. wrong. Like he's drunk, he's had some bad times, and he's got this axe, and then like this wonderful close up on the axe head, which is on the floor, mm-hmm. and he turns the axe so that like the the head is facing out, and then yeah. just flips it up. It's actually a really cool scene. It is a cool. It's the first scene in the movie. Yeah. But, of course, they don't tell the kids this. They're just like, oh, he died in an accident. And they just kind of mm-hmm. leave it at that. Um, but then the grandmother uh, has a stroke and uh, is put into a nursing home. And she's in the nursing home for a year. 
And I got the feeling that they just kicked her out just because she was such a difficult person. That's the I vibe I got. It was definitely because <laughs> she had six roommates and they were all afraid of her. So it's like there's this suggestion that there's something supernatural going on with this woman and she scares the crap out of everybody. Um, but let me tell you, find me a nursing home that says we're not going to take care. We're not going to take your money to care for your loved one. And I know. I was like, yeah, this is yeah, okay. No, I know. Yeah, this this is That was a very coherent sentence, by the way. <laughs> when you go back and listen to that gem, make sure you isolate it. It was wonderful. I shall. I shall. I shall. <laughs> Where are we at? Fifteen minutes. Got it. Um so um the grandmother has a stroke and is put into a nursing home. The nursing home kicks her out, and so the uh George's mom uh, it's like we got it well, now. We got to, it's up to us. It's up to just me, you, and the brother Buddy. And buddy, who I didn't know that was his name. I thought he was just being like, you know, I'll get out of your buddy. Like you know, I in did a, too. In a sarcastic manner, like. And I found out that was his name. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, we gotta, you we gotta take care too, of Buddy. Buddy, yeah, we gotta take care of Grandma. We gotta, you know, take her back to her house and uh, take care of her there, which ends up being way more difficult because yeah. she's just very difficult uh she's very screamy very shouty uh very handsy very punchy very clawy and does not want to be medicated but they medicate her anyway uh we do meet uh the mom's brother uh played by mark duplis who's your boyfriend apparently and uh (laughs) wait what boyfriend no, no, I was making a joke. You were not oh. paying attention to me. No, I wasn't. This is what you get for not paying attention to me. Wow. I was updating Steam. I'm sorry. Wow. God, it's worse enough you do that on whatever. You have to do it here where you're the <laughs> only other co-host. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to explain myself. <laughs> anyway, he plays the one. brother, and he's like a drunk weirdo kind of yeah, an asshole a, guy. He's like, an asshole. He's, I don't know what was up with this guy. This kid, this, I don't know. He, like, he made a really weird joke at the beginning, and everyone was like, yeah, no, just no. And um, and so he he sort of reveals. I also got the vibe that like the money that he got from the sister, George's mom, oh, he, he kept. It. Like Absolutely. I got that vibe, too. Like There's a lot of vibes in this movie. They don't explain anything. They just give you vibes. <laughs> Not a this, damn is, thing. <laughs> This is, Not this is vibes. Uh, okay, so the grandma's at home and she's all freaked out, and the the mom and the two kids have to take care of her. And I don't know why it relies only on them. And it seems well, like the mom. Yeah. Well, it seems well, like the mom because, has money. Well, one of the, so there's three siblings. There's Uncle Lan, who he works, is the story. Yeah. Um, and Aunt Ginny is in the sanatorium. In the san- yeah, she's So that's like why up. it falls to them. There's well, nobody else. But I'm, I'm, yeah, there's that. But I also meant, like, like could not could not have she have... That was a sentence, too. Could she not have... Could not she have... <laughs> could she not have... Uh, um, wow, your French is coming in handy. Look at that. Um, just hired someone? Because it sounded like she had money. Because she was like willing to pay the one nurse from the nursing home to stay, and she was like, yeah, "I'll double, I'll one. double your pay." Like right. I don't, I didn't, you know. And I get that guy probably wanted nothing to do with, you know, Mercy, 
But, like, she could have hired a nurse from the outside. I didn't understand that why mm. it relied on them. That's what I meant when I said, why did it have to fall on them? Apparently, to we do were it. really focused on how awful it is to be around her. But we, we have to move our story forward, and the grandma's very hard to take care of. And then, like, these weird little creepy things kind of start happening. Uh, George is able to see this girl who we don't know what's up with her at first. And we're like, first we think she's real. Mm-hmm. Then we discover she's not really there, which leads us to wonder, is she a ghost? Right. Which then we kind of learn, oh, this is just a figment of his imagination. But why is it a girl? Like, who is this girl? We don't really get an explanation until right. the very end. Yes. But so they the whole tie movie, up that string at least. Right. But the whole movie, he just sees this girl. And, you know, just kind of like as someone to talk to, to talk things mm-hmm. out. And then um, eventually, I'm just, I'm really just plowing way ahead. Um, there really isn't much to talk about. They find this book. There's this book that uh, was like, like well, hidden. May I? So before the book, the reason they find the book is. Oh, well, um, yeah. Grandma has attacked Uncle. <laughs> yeah, Lane, that's right. I, f- I forgot um, about that part. And killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, there, he and buddy, Georgie and buddy are cleaning up the floor, um, cleaning up the blood, first, mopping up the blood, up the blood and entrails, right? Entrails. <laughs> it's not quite that graphic at all. Um, <laughs> Ripped his head off and spewed but, it all over the place. So there's a scene in the very beginning when they move to the house where George is kind of looking around and you have Chekhov's rug on the ground where like he's looking at this rug covering the hardwood <laughs> floor and you go, all right, well, clearly there's something under there. Yes, He's yes, interrupted yes. before he can lift the rug. So later when they're cleaning up the blood, that's when he lifts up the rug. He finds this uh, floorboard that you can pull up and inside there is this book. So it's re- like they put us back there because grandma has killed Uncle Lamb. Yes, I yes. Um thankfully he's gone from the movie. So um <laughs> I did not like there's a lot of people I didn't like in this movie. I didn't like the little the the older brother to George. I didn't right. like anyone who's a brother I did not like. <laughs> if right, you were a brother, him. if you were a brother to somebody in this movie, I did not like you. Okay. Uh and so um and so yeah so they find this book in the inside like this little hidey hole thing in the house and they they find it's blank and for whatever reason they go to dylan mcdermott's house now dylan mcdermott he's an interesting character there is a reason why but go ahead yeah i know i'm getting to there i'm just dylan mcdermott he he's this guy that lives in this town and he has a thing for the mom for george's mom right and it's very obvious that they have a thing for each other, but uh, Dylan McDermott's character Jim, I think his name was, um, married some other gr- woman who I didn't know who the fuck she was through half the movie, because I kept thinking she was the other sister no. until the movie reminded me. No, the other sister's locked away in a in a hospital. Correct. So who the fuck is this? Because like they don't really introduce her, they and sort it took of do. me it took me a minute to catch on. You were on. looking at your phone when that part came up. I was also at work on my lunch break, and, that's and then fair. the group chat was going off. So you kind of have to excuse Abs- me for all and of I that. And I can explain what you're confused about, so that's okay. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, so um, Would you Dylan like McDermott's character. Well, I mean, I know she's a she's a painter, a painist, a painter. So I was trying to mix painter and artist together. That was what I was doing. She's a painter artist yeah. who uh, draws these weird, like, 
dark, dark gothic kinds of things, crazy, yeah. you know, demons, and this, and there's a particular this giant black wolf <laughs> and Gamork from the Neverending Story. <laughs> <laughs> One look at this thing. I said it's Gamora. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fun yeah. Fact. Yeah. Now that you said wait, that, wait, now that you see that, I, I see it now. I can six degrees at Kevin Bacon this. So Gamork is the name of the 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 wolf in in the Never Ending Story. And this, uh, what did she call? Oh shit! What did she call it? Um, a dark. A, oh god! What kind of wolf is it? Oh, it was like a um, yeah. What's that word? Oh my god, I can't remember what it's called. Is it a death wolf? Is it that simple? No, no, no. Uh, it's like a word that means like you did bad things. Oh um, my god, why can't I remember what this thing is called? And the, anyway, don't, don't go to Wikipedia. I'm going to tell I'm you not. shit. Um, um, I could go to Voodoo and look it up, so I'll do that in a second. But the yeah. this story was adapted for the 80s Twilight Zone, and the kid who plays Georgie Wicked? is the kid... What? Wicked Wolf? Like wickedness? No, it's not. It was something like that, but it was something like that. The kid who plays George in the Twilight Zone episode is the kid who plays Bastion in the Neverending Story. What? It is. (laughs) What? Was it Barrett Oliver? I think that is weird. I'm like, holy crap! That is fucking weird. The Mork and Bastion in the same story, but different versions. So this lady, she's a painter, and she paints all this dark shit. And so the 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 Dylan McDermott's character, he's a photographer. Yes. And he does he dabbles into the arts as well, but mostly it's the it's this lady. He does normal photography and she does dark shit. Exactly. So and it's my so... husband and me. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. And so um and so um I'm trying to think where So I'm they go off. they go to they go to Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on home. And because it explained the book, that's what it was. And right, they, they find around. a second book that yes. explains what this first book is. And it's basically is if you put tears in it, it'll sh- it'll show. And you put what is it? You put tears in it, and you, you gotta to, wish for something, and then and the image is gonna show up. And so we right. learned that the grandmother did this because she was unable to have kids, and she kept getting miscarriages. Right. And so she found this book in a mountain somewhere. They don't show any of this part, but she, you know, we learned that she they went. They show up her into... returning with it. True, and she looked like she like was in the woods for like eighteen weeks. I know. And right? uh, <laughs> eighteen comes weeks with... is a very specific time period. That's just the first number I thought of. Um, and so they, uh, so yeah, so she found this book somewhere. And, um, anyway, this book is, uh, this whole movie is sort of tied to H.P. Lovecraft because they, they use the name Hester. Yes. Which, if you're not familiar with, like, you know, H.P. Lovecraft lore, uh, Hester is a elder god, but it's not necessarily a H.P. Lovecraft created character. Right. It's like an adjacent character that just gets attached to a lot of his stuff. Right. Because it's like in the same vein of, you know, Lovecrafty and stuff. Yeah, um, the, these old god mythos kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. He they uh Hester shows up in a lot of uh Cthulhu style board games that I play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they always just mash them all together. Right. Um so yeah, so Hester's this like god that like the grandmother found found this book, cried into it, and wished she could get pregnant. And then apparently she got mega pregnant because she had triplets. <laughs> well, and there you go. There's the symbolism of the three, yes. right? Yes. I mean, it's this, this, the problem is this movie takes too many mythologies and tries to cross them together. 
And yeah. it's just, it's kind of a mess. I got way. excited when they mentioned Hester, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a Lovecraftian thing. But that was all they did with that. Right. And le- they could at least make the book like the Necronomicon, but they didn't. They called it the the, the, the weeping, weeping Tree or the Reaping the, Book or something. The Weeping Book, yes. Yeah. So this is how they find out that the grandma, like, did black magic and was all being weird and shit right. and had left the church like she and left was originally the very devout right. yes and had right. left the church because god had turned his back on her that kind of thing that yes so uh so now the foundation armed, of every possession story in the history of the world i gotta love that george is armed with this knowledge but he still um doesn't medicate the grandma he switches out the medicine um, well, she, yeah, but see, I feel like our timeline is a little scrambled here. No, I know, I'm just... She's begging him, like, not to give her the medicine because it makes her feel sick and the whole... This is and very, her out. Like, she's got a real strong medication that they use for sedation in, um, in uh, like, mental institutions and such, and she, like, begs him, and so, you know, he's he's a kid. He's He can't be more than, like, 10, right? 10 George? To, yeah. 12? Uh, no older than older no older than 12 yeah so he you know he replaces it with this um this saline and so now they're giving her saline and not giving her the meds and but then the, I, I do want to say in buddy's favor mm-hmm. i know you don't like buddy but they discover this book and george is about to open it and buddy goes hang on a minute maybe we shouldn't open it and it was like oh my god a smart character somewhere in the horror world and it switches to this fantastic scene where the two of them are behind hay bales <laughs> yes, with right. football helmets on. And they're using like a, a rake, rake to, open to the reach book. over it. to open. I'm like, it was brilliant. That was the best scene in the whole movie. That was a funny this scene. hilarious thing that they did. I was like, that was so slick. And he chooses to take the book and hurl it into the wood chipper. Yes. Like Buddy has a head on his shoulders. For at least most of this movie. And then you run into this thing and obviously they change it. Oh, I just came up. Did you notice, by the way, because I'm looking, uh, I'm at watching the film and scanning to try and find the name of the stupid wolf because it's going to bother me. Did you <laughs> notice the name of the nursing home? Yes, I did. Actually, I made a note of it. Yes. It was, uh, yeah, ran- like, well, our flag. But yes, our Al flag. Yeah, Randall I was flag. like, what? <laughs> All right. I see you and your Easter eggs. Um, Let me tell you why I didn't like Buddy. Why didn't you like Buddy? Which leads me to a question first. Have you ever seen Better Call Saul? No. Okay. Slight spoilers, and I apologize for this, but in Better Call Saul, it's it's a prequel to Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, we know Saul Goodman has the lawyer, the shyster lawyer, who has tricks up his sleeve, and he, you know, all this crazy shit he can do with the law. Okay. So Better Call Saul is his origin story. Now, yes. the first season, I expected, like, okay, he's not going to be that shyster guy. He's just going to be a typical guy. We see him lead up to it. But in, like, the third season, he's got this brother. He's got an older brother whose name I can't remember right now. And the brother is constantly, constantly stopping Saul Goodman, who's not called Saul Goodman, but I can't remember his name either. Um... From doing his tricks. And, like, that's the whole point of watching a Saul Goodman show. Is to see him do his shystery schemes and tricks. Yeah, but like a carpet all, kind of thing. Is that the word? Snake oil salesman. That's, there, the that's it. But 
all every episode of Better Call Saul was somebody stopping him from doing the thing that we all like this character from doing. That's and it annoyed the fuck out of me. Okay. And so that is what Buddy is in this movie. He's the one that constantly stops all the cool shit from happening in the movie. <laughs> in a horror movie. <laughs> this would have been an awesome, more awesomer movie if this guy did not exist and we just let George mess around with the book, let the fucking evil spirits take over the house and him and the mom like the and down. all this stuff. No, but you know what the movie did? The movie got self-aware and knew this, and yes. so they threw a piece of shrapnel into his fucking stomach. Oh my god, wasn't that great? <laughs> and like, then they what? had to take him to the hospital, and he was out the rest of the movie. Yes. Because they're like, if we keep this kid in this movie, the rest of the movie's not going to happen. He's just going to forever <laughs> like so like ruin the fun of everything. So no, we got to get this kid out of here. So I love so, the movie was self-aware enough to do that. <laughs> are you ready for this? I have found the name of the wolf. Was I close? It was like wicked something, wickedness something. Death wolf. Oh, okay. It's well, really that fucking stupid. And why simple. did I think it was like I you do something wicked? Because I remember them saying like, well, he only shows up but he do something wicked because, right. and then right. like, and then he's like, well, I switched out grandma's medicine, so that makes me wicked. Nope, it's an old hill folk legend. This is Charlotte telling them. See, Charlotte was the exposition, the wife of Dylan McDermott. She was there. She, the death wolf's no ghost, honey. She's the one who believes in this shit. The death wolf walks the border between this life and the next and blah, 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 blah. And then when George goes to her for help, she goes, I don't know that I really believe in this shit. Oh, okay. Thanks for your help. Go away. So anyway. Mm. Sorry, so, my rant isn't long no, enough for you to you're finish good. texting. So you're no, right. you're good. <laughs> you can edit that dead air out. I just had a, I just had a person talk to me about the the job position I put out earlier. Um, but, um, so, okay, what's the crux of this movie? What's happening? So, the the brother gets shrapnel in his stomach, and so the mom has to take him to the hospital. But yes. somebody has to stay behind with grandma because she cannot be left alone right. since she killed fucking the, the, the older brother. <laughs> and so, but if she's left alone, who the hell is she going to kill? Left alone with But also, George. she can't be... But also, she can't be left alone because um, who no. the fuck knows what she'll get up to. So <laughs> so it's better, you know, to have at least somebody there. I guess. And so then she, the mom's even like, you can even call Jim and he can come by and help you, which was a good idea. But right. Jim disappeared from the movie for a little Doesn't bit. Doesn't answer the phone, right? For a little bit. And then, uh, so then, and this is where it finally... The creepy shit happens. It took it took a little bit for it to happen. It took we got the like damn sprinkles movie. of it, but now we get the full fledged thing here, and it made me wonder like, oh shit, we are fully Lovecrafty in here because the house it seemed like it locked on its own, like he couldn't get out of the house. He tried to break a window. He couldn't break the window. Um, yeah. he thought the grandma died because she like freaked out. Right. And then was on the floor. and then, I think like, she did die. I think uh, Hester took over. That Hester That is probably possible. That is also possible. And I, I, I can go with that. Yeah. And so then suddenly there's like a... I'll say it's not a pentagram, but it's like a... Okay, for anyone who played um, uh, Phasmophobia... I believe it's called a conjuring circle, isn't it? It's a conjuring circle. It was a fucking conjuring circle from Phasmophobia. <laughs> 
from phasmophobia. How about from the dark arts, like shit that people have been doing for years before that? Well, movie. you know, I have to make my pop culture references, all right? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me make my pop culture references, god damn it. We need to play more of that. I know, I miss doing it. Um, man, we haven't played since Christmas, because I, I remember know. the last thing was the Christmas shit. Anyway. Oh, cookies. <gasps> we have a floof. Oh, there is a there's a cat that none of you are gonna see because we're not doing video right now, um, but there's a cat right there. I'm looking at a cat. Uh, okay, so all this creepy shit's happening. Oh, I forgot to mention a flower just showed up. Like has a from one eight hundred flowers. One eight hundred flowers sponsored this movie apparently, and was like, yeah, we'll sponsor your demonic grandma e- evil grandma movie. Sure. I kept waiting <laughs> to see who sent it, and they never showed. That's it. never explained. And so uh, I think George just traveled in time and put that on the porch. Anyway, um, so he so he gets his plant that's supposed to be like you know helps defeat evil or whatever. Uh, so it's called like Devil Bane. And so Lisa can't hear me right now, so I can say whatever I want. And so then that is why my never mind. Uh, I heard you, you Yahoo. You my headphones. Sure, are sure, sure. Anyway. Um, so he's got this flower, and then the grandma like Urbina, wakes up. Yes. Um, the devil's, devil's bane, bane. wakes up and starts attacking him, and tries to pull him into the summoning circle thing. And then he, he whips the plant <laughs> to her face. It burns her. It burns <laughs> it's her. So weird. And then he's able to escape. Yes. And so now that was like the illusion was ruined. So I thought, oh shit, he's trapped in his house. And he looked out the windows and he saw nothing. Well, he almost escapes. He doesn't get far off the porch. He gets oh, yanked that's true. Back. He does get yanked back. That's right. That was a cool scene. Yeah, that he was actually the back scene by Grandma, who's see, somehow up back. I don't know. That was the part where I like had to stop at work and then I continued it here at home. So like that part got lost on me. But that did look cool. Yes. Um. That that whole thing of him running and then he, he just stopped. Um. Okay, so then he he doesn't manage to escape the house, and he gets to Jim's house, and of course, because he's an adult, Jim doesn't believe him, right? And so, and neither does Charlotte, the one who should believe him. Like it's so yes. dumb. It's so, like they changed their mind to isolate this kid. Oh, and he's supposed he gets a weird phone call from his aunt Jenny, who mm. says, "I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna save you." Blah 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 blah. Meet me at this weird ass spot out in the middle of goddamn nowhere, and I'll help you. And so, of course, that goes wonderfully um she goes he, he when he does get there and he leaves jim and charlotte right he goes out to this car out in the middle of this field with a friggin tree and mm. uh she of course has had the life sucked out of her so you know pastor has taken pastor. aunt Ginny as well this is true and then the um, phone rings but that was after mother... but that was after that all happened after running from jim because yeah, he goes to jim's house I said that. It's okay. But you didn't reveal the twist, did you? No. No. Okay, then. twist. There was kind of a twist, and that Jim was in on everything. He pulls a gun out on George, and it was like... Like yeah, I, I I had your I had your grandmother uh promise well, me your your mom right. loved her. No, he said he didn't. He didn't go through with that. She was trying to get him to be with her, and she, he wouldn't do it. And so he was kind of hanging around so that his mo- that. Uh, the mother would be okay because he would have had to sell his soul and he didn't want to do that. 
Wow, I missed all of that. I literally missed all of that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was This was the in case. the truck. He was in the truck with the gun, right. and he said, I wanted your mom. I did not hear any of that. Okay, yes. whatever. Anyway. No, it's okay. Um, but what I did notice was when George ran uh, and Jim went out just onto this highway where zero cars were, suddenly zero a cars. fucking truck just shows up and runs Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Hester, you wacky like person, you. Yes. Um. So then, um. Accurate. And so uh, then the whole thing where she's he finds on Jenny. We don't need to go through the whole story point by point. I wasn't even but trying to do that. I keep trying. I keep house. trying to move to the end. You keep pulling me back. Well, I'm trying to get to the end. Sense. I'm, I'm trying, trying desperately to... to make this movie make sense, Jason. <laughs> um. So he goes back to the house. And the, the the shit hits the fan. He goes to the house. <laughs> yeah. The, and so the, the, the evil possessed grandma is still at the house. The mom is there at the house, but she's knocked out in yes. the basement. And uh, and then a bunch of wacky magical shit happens. We get like the grandma spewing black shit all over George's face. We get. Um, and the, the, the demon the ghost. holding the body, holding the head of grandma yeah. and like making her, like puppeteering her. Yes. Which was, yeah, so many questions so in this weird. last part. So many questions. So, yeah, we get this weird little demon thing holding Grandma. We get the ghost of the grandfather with the axe showing up, who gives the axe, so, sort of gives the axe to George. George envisions. Yeah, saves the day and disappears. Envisions, like, the grandmother right behind him. So he right. swings the axe backwards. Yes. And then, okay, people, this confused Evil the fuck out of me. vanquished. And then, God, there's a the book is there, and the he cries the tears, into it and everything, and then everything, yeah. Uh, it's the, this last half was a. This super is mess. why you can't judge. Well, you could judge this horror movie by the whole friggin' <clears> thing, but you typically can't judge horror movies by their endings because when they make these happy endings, they are garbage. He cries into the book. The dark puddle disappears. His and grandma is no longer is just possessed. Lying there, it's just grandma. And I guess Hester goes him. away. And Hester goes then away. the little girl image Oh, the appears, little girl. And we and find out this is the grandmother has a kid. the grandmother all along. And we don't and know what that means. she loves Georgie too. And then she disappears. And he has matured and no longer needs his little friend. And bleh, that's what this movie is. It's and they bleh. bury the book and then the movie just ends. Yes. Um. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I did not mean to do a plot by plot synopsis. It just kept it just kept happening, um, because I wanted to explain the end, get to the ending to explain I was fucking confused by the ending. All right, that didn't make any sense to me because it was literally just like, hey, here's a demon guy holding up the grandmother. Now we're gonna cry and make the book black, but you're yes. gonna cry and make the book white, and that's gonna somehow vanquish all the he evil. He wished something honorable. <clears throat> I guess. I'm telling you that's But what was it, is. it not honorable when he made the wish earlier when he said I wish my grandmother was okay? So why did yeah, that not was, why did that not count? Because <clears throat> I don't know, like something about the way I have to find the the, no, the question. Um it's something about the way he wished it there was a loophole. Cause like it showed that um that oh I'm at the point with the friggin' football helmets. Um it, it it sort of sets it up where he is involved, where Hester was going to take him over. I think, and this this seems to have ended on like the cutting room floor, 
he yes. was somehow meant to be some kind of sacrifice to Hester. And mm-hmm. I think that similar to like Hereditary and Payman, I think the grandmother promised one of her children to him yeah. and couldn't give one of her own, so promised one of her grandchildren to him. That's and, like, exactly that's Hereditary. Oh, <laughs> I know. Exact plot and this is done much more poorly. <laughs> um I think there's an element here where she was supposed to like give him to um, this demon and that was going to be her repayment. But because she wasn't well, because she was medicated, she wasn't able to do all of these things. And that's why Ginny kept saying, it's you, George, get out of the house, get out of Mm -hmm, the house. mm -hmm. Um, That's what I think was going on. Yeah. And so like at the end, that whole thing where he wished something more honorable, probably that her soul would be saved or something. I don't know. But at that point, the thing is vanquished and who gives a shit because it's over. And thank God. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> this movie kind of sucked. At least we didn't see grandma running around the house naked. It could have been worse. We could have seen naked grandma butt. So almost kind of like uh, Deborah Logan? Sort of. And The Visit. Have you seen The Visit yet? I have not yet. I think oh. it's coming up. I think oh, it's on my it's list. Oh, it's so fun. Um, it's I think it's on our list. So it's somewhere. Fun. I feel like I I've seen that before. I love it. Anyway. Um, oh, my God. So much fun. Um, yeah. That's not the list I know. So that's the that that's um that's that movie. That's mercy. And I'm not very happy that I got that we had to watch this. And I know it's my fault. You know what? There have been worse movies on our list. I know I know it's my fault that we're doing this, but <laughs> No, it's okay. Um, I mean, you got to watch some shitty movies. That's going to happen occasionally. But And like I said, I just was not happy with Chandler Briggs as a lead. Like he, he did not. He did not need to be a lead. He's not. He's not lead material. No. He. he Maybe he, he wanted to do the movie. Maybe he read the story and was like, "This is my passion project." So this could be his fault. It could be. I think so it this is. is entirely his fault. Sorry, I was looking to make sure that the next movie is the movie that I was thinking of, and it is the movie that I was thinking it's of. And I brilliant. Don't, and I don't know. Why this is on the list, like in terms of because he produced it, I know, but I did not fucking know that. That's weird. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, you hated this movie, right? You're no. with me on this. Oh, mercy, yes. I'm <laughs> talking about mercy, yes. I'm back to the present. Come back to the present, Lisa. Come back to the present. Sorry, I'm looking down the list. Uh, yeah, so this movie sucked. Do, don't watch it. It went to direct the video for a reason. Uh, there's probably also a reason why Chandler Briggs does not act anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or he, just, mean, he disappeared he disappeared i don't know where he went um and uh yeah that, that's i think our thoughts come through so we can we can stop with that so, so. the visit is not going to be on our list it's not done by blumhouse oh, what yes it is it wait yes it is oh my god there it is never mind i, I thought like, i saw i thought it's i like saw five it mo- it's like six movies away never mind i, oh, I skimmed too that's, fast that's what I've seen? it's like six movies away uh, oh no it's a lot more movies away shit no, it's like there it 10 is. movies away. Okay, yeah. It's it's in September of 2015. We're only in October of 2014. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of ups and downs over the next <laughs> 10 movies because some of these are great and some of these are shit. Some of these are interesting that I'm looking at. Oh, um, some of them are 
bad, I'm telling you. Uh, I've seen a lot of these. See, now we're in the realm where I saw Bloomhouse and I went, yes, I'm going to see that movie. Yeah. No, but this, this is, is before I This is up. his stride. This is his stride. Not yet. Um, well, no, this is about when he was we popular. We were in his he, stride, but ugh, some this of the was, stuff This was about out. when he started getting popular and in the yes. mainstream and then yes. he made all these stuff. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, this well, anyway. One, brilliant. All right. Well, what? Wait, okay, we've teased it enough. Let's just go ahead. Brilliant. Um. I'm so excited. I really, I really cannot believe this is what we're doing. But uh, coming up next time on our intrepid little show called Between the Scares. Directed by a Rhode Islander. This place is nice. I really like the music that they play. Bob Ellis on the drums. <laughs> I'm part of Schaefer's Top Jazz Orchestra. It's the best music school in the country. The key is to just relax. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about what the other guys are thinking. You're here for a reason. Have fun. Five, six, and. I want to be great. And you're not. We got Buddy Rich here. Little trouble there. You're rushing. Here we go. Five, six, and. Were you rushing or were you dragging? I, I don't know. If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will gut you like a pig. Oh, my dear God. Are you one of those single-tier people? You are a worthless pansy ass who is now weeping and slobbering all over my drum set like a nine-year-old girl. So how's it going with the studio band? Good. Yeah, I think he likes me more now. I push people beyond what's expected of them. I believe that is an absolute necessity. I want to be one of the greats. And because I'm doing that, it's going to take up more of my time. And this is why I don't think that we should be together. I would never let him put my son through hell. Why would you let him get away with what he did to you? There are no two words in the English language more harmful than good job. Take it back. It is a horror movie. Until then, I'm Jason Soto. I'm Lisa Leahy. And we'll see you between the scares. Copyright 2023 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbithole podcast.com.